Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I look at my daughter who's three. I don't wish upon her anything that that perhaps I went through in my childhood that I thought it was the best thing ever. I mm. only wish upon her to find her path. That's all I care about. I want her to do it safely. I want her to do it with the utmost respect to herself and what she wants to do at the end of the day, because it's not my, it's not my journey. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I wasn't put on this planet to live through my child's eyes. And I'm really lucky that my mom kind of chose that path for me as well. Like she did not push upon me some sort of like, well, it has to be like this because I want her to, you know, mm-hmm. be the next Miss Dance of America. Like it was never that. It was, I'm going to be here by your side. You just tell me where you want me to go. You are listening to the Dope Black Moms Podcast. I'm delighted to have Ashley Verma here with us. Great, amazing guest here. Where are you, Ashley? Where are you in the world? From uh, good old Uganda. I'm in East Africa currently. <laughs> There we go. Welcoming Ashley Verma from Uganda uh, in East Africa. It's amazing. I mean, I'm in Hackney, London, so this is brilliant. Um, Ashley is the founder of Busy Mums podcast, Busy Mums website, which is an online community sharing the wide world of parenting. And you also are the founder of Define London Fitness Studio. So first of all, just fitting all of that into, into a sentence, how are you doing this all? Not very well. <laughs> I'm sure that's not true. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I am now a mom. I have a three-year-old daughter and she is my absolute heartbeat and number one priority. Yes. So there's that. Um, when I fell pregnant, it was a different time. It, COVID mm-hmm. was not a thing. There was no sort of rumbles about it. So... When I had moved to London and was starting my business in 2016 and had a game plan of bricks and mortar and I had to have this studio, when I fell pregnant, I still was in the mindset, well, of course I can do this and I have a full mm-hmm. staff and all of these things. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I um, I had it's my like daughter. Yeah. yeah I, you know, little did we all know that, you know, when we went into lockdown, things were truly going to get flipped upside down. And they did for me. And my thoughts of being a mom and a businesswoman, of having the bricks and mortar and running this boutique studio in the heartbeat in the cent- in central London near um, Oxford Street, um, you know, it, it all changed. And so I, I can say like not doing it well because, you know, I fought, I, I fought the good fight, if you will, trying to keep the actual bricks and mortar of Define London running. And sadly, I handed the keys back in uh, last year in um, the early, like in the first quarter of last year, um, I finally was like, we, we have no more money to give. We're not getting the support that we need and we just can't do it. So, um, so we handed the, the keys in and 
you know, I was able to keep this beautiful community running online um, and virtually also for me, personal training, which um, to, to this day I'm still doing um, in the craziness of, you know, closing down the the studio part of it. Um, and we were able to do a deal with another boutique studio in central London. So then my um, instructors pivoted over to, to continue on the journey of Define London within another studio space. They ran that all last year. And this year um, we've stopped that. And I am actually pivoting everything under the busy mumsy umbrella. So I can feel wow. like it's all just kind of like, just like everything that I envisioned a business to be all under one roof. I want to okay. be able to give my all and everything to this kind of like second child, if you will. Obviously, Adia, my daughter is my first, but yes. <laughs> obviously, um, but, you know, I, I wanted I thought it was the smart move to just kind of put everything under one cohesive umbrella that I was speaking the same tune the whole way through. So now um by May of this year, um, you'll be able to go to the Busy Mumsy website and you'll be able to find Mummy and Me workouts, live workouts, uh, stuff that's already like kind of out there already within like the YouTube world. Um, we also, there is on-demand workouts. So it will just be a library. So if you can't make live, you can do the, you know, the live class that you missed, it will be up on the platform, but then also you'll be able to get all the other content that I have created and I'm going to be created, creating here, um, in the coming weeks. Fabulous. Fabulous. So I'm and busy. You're busy. busy. You're really busy. I'm being mean, busy here in Uganda. <laughs> You were very busy. Just taking it back right right to the beginning. What were your original thoughts on motherhood? Did you always know that you wanted to be a mother? Was it always a kind of a straight line for you? I'm not saying this for laughs, but absolutely not. I never <laughs> I never saw myself being comfortable in mom jeans. And I have to say, yeah. now that I am three years in to my high-waisted mom jeans, I love it. I live in mom. Yeah. Yeah, of course. As a kid, as a teenager, um, I mean, my goodness, I grew up in a small town in Moundsville, West Virginia. Uh, you know, kids got pregnant young. Um, you know, I went to high school. There was a nursery. Um, I was very much blinders to like, oh, I don't want kids. I want a career. And so I was very career focused. I was very much like, I'm going to New York City. I'm going to be on Broadway. This is what I'm doing. And luckily enough, I did it. Um, yes. I was very much like, kind of, kind of like the person that like, yeah, I went to like the party or whatever, but I was definitely the first one to leave. And I, I mean, I can't even recall back to when I went to like my high school prom. My mom picked me up early from the dance and we got in the car and we drove to New York. I had an audition. Like mm. I just, I, my, my focus was not, I need to have, you know, 2.5 kids and the dog and the white picket fence and the huge house and, and all of that stuff. Um, and good on you. If that is your life, I think that is amazing and wonderful for me, it wasn't what I wanted. And looking at it now, I, 
I'm thankful that I had Adia when I did. And do I think that I would have been a good mom in my early 20s knowing that girl? No, I was selfish. Mm -hmm. I wasn't I wasn't ready to bend for anyone. I was only bending mm -hmm. for myself and bending mm -hmm. for a career that I had, you know, I was tossed into at such a young age of training that that's what was instilled in me. Um, do I think that was wrong? No, it was just, that was how things turned out for me. And I'm so lucky that I was able to have a healthy baby. I went through a very no razzle dazzle of a pregnancy that had hardship. It was like, to a T without me even breaking the spine on a book of reading anything. Oh, it. it just like, please. it just, stop, it was, stop talking. Stop, stop, stop. We can't hear it. We can't hear I'm it. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> you know, like, oh, that's I, amazing. I, I'm, I'm happy for you. That's just, you know, that's beautiful. But, but I think it's important that, you know, it's not always a sad story of falling hmm. pregnant, but I also have experienced a miscarriage and that was horrendous yeah. and, you know, life changing as well. It's like, we're all given these different paths. And I, for me, I think if there's anything that COVID and being the pandemic and lockdown is that life is too short and you have to live in it. And like, I was extremely depressed postpartum. Mm -hmm. I was very rock bottom, especially with the, the toppling of losing business and, you know, figuring all that out and the, all the money that was invested, that was not from my wallet. It was from family wallet. Like it yeah. wasn't just mine. So it, it just put a whole different mm -hmm. connotation onto losing something. And for me, and like, what, what was yeah. that like that, that depression? Cause obviously, well, not obviously I could imagine there's joy when beautiful baby arrives but what what start what did you start to notice? You know, did I didn't like? know I didn't know a Scooby about intrusive thoughts until I was in the thick of it, and then started going down like little rabbit holes here and there when I had time on the computer, and I was like, oh wow, oh wow. Um, speaking to my mom, speaking to um, a therapist, uh, I for me it was it was quick, but it was me telling myself how bad I was doing. Oh. That, that was the spiral that I went into. It had nothing to do with my daughter and I would look at her and that, that's pretty much what got me out of these spirals that I would have anywhere between five to eight times a day. Mm. And I couldn't, I couldn't understand like why I would go so dark, but then I can also now in hindsight, since I've done the work, I can reflect on the fact that I was in such a different mindset of career and business. And I also was in a business for 16 years that always told me I was not good enough. Mm -hmm. you know, what mm -hmm. Broadway show I did, there were notes. You weren't, you weren't tall. You know, there was rejection. Yeah. You went to auditions. You didn't get it because you were too, you were too tall. You were too mm -hmm. short. You were too fat. I'm sorry to say it. You were too fat. You were too skinny. You were something that they didn't want. And what I found with having my daughter, I knew that I was giving her the best love, but I wasn't giving myself the best love. And I kept on saying to myself, I was not enough. Oh, when did you start to see a change? Is there anything that you did proactively or people, your support network? 
proactively around you. Too. You could put a um, a big old pond between me and my mom, but we are as thick as thieves. And <laughs> um, she was a massive support, you know, network for me. I mean, to this day, she's just like my right hand woman. Um, so I'm very thankful for that. And of course, therapy is massively helpful. Um, also, when I went through the, my first spiral, um, I have to say that my husband was also there. Um, he wasn't. So, so my husband, I have to put this into context in the sense of pre-COVID, my husband was doing business where we are today, which is Uganda. So he was building his business in Uganda. So he wasn't always around in London. So, mm -hmm. so when we were together during lockdowns and we were going through these first, I never envisioned, and I already had it in my head, he wasn't going to be around for the, for all of the big moments and milestones of Adia's life at the beginning, because he had to come here to build the business. And I respected that. And I supported that a thousand percent. What was, what was lucky for us in the, the crap that was COVID we were able to spend time together and he yes. was there for me. He was yes. there for me to look at me and go, you don't look good. Not, mm -hmm. he's not saying that in the sense of like, why don't you slap on a pair of heels and, you know, a little black dress yes. kind of thing. He's saying you just, right. something is not right. And mm -hmm. why aren't you smiling? And where did your joy go? Where, where did that like creativity and sparkle go? So he just said to me, he was like, do something with Adia. Like th there's one thing that makes you happy in your day. It is your daughter. Yeah. So, so in, in 2020, by the end of it, he was like, you should start like YouTube or something. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm not <laughs> on YouTube. And he was like, no, 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 I want you to just give it some thought, do some research and whatever. And I thought, you know what, maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe this will just be a fun little like side thing to do. And then, you know, magically we'll wake up in, you know, 2021 and in 2022 and this thing never happened and all will be fine. And unfortunately that didn't happen either. But, um, but what, what did happen is I started to put pen to paper and that's where I created Busy Mumsy. And yeah. Busy Mumsy was initially just mummy and me workouts and breakdowns for other moms that are trying to figure out what these new jiggly bits are. Yes. Um, you know, why like, why, like, yeah. like, why did my body, like, that was pretty much all going north, if you will, now decided mm -hmm. to go, like, south and west and east and, like, what are these things hanging off the back? It was, like, all of those things. And, you know... Through that, I was like, gosh, I could make these fun little workout videos with Adia. She doesn't, I don't need any help. I can just have her with me. And we did it. And it was wonderful and exciting and fun. And we had launched it right at the beginning of, of uh, like around like January of 2021, like into February because it was her birthday. And uh, I was so excited because we did these vlogs and her birthday vlog. It was just super sweet. I spiraled again because I ended up... Um, falling pregnant, um, in 2021, um, we, we laughed because we, my husband and I was our, it was our first birthday party we were throwing for Adia and it was a zoom call. <laughs> um, and but we decked out, we decked out the apartment with Peppa Pig, like seriously, oh, Peppa. everywhere. Like so much so that I think we scared our daughter with how much Peppa Pig was like actually in the physical room. Um, yeah. we, you know, I did that once. I, I, that. I, I yeah, it. I got a Peppa Pig to come to a birthday party for my daughter for Ocean, and she started crying. 
I thought I was being brilliant, like you never who you never guess who's gonna come. Yep. And like this, you know, this um what do you call them, caricature, like, you know, a performer in a suit came right. down the corner, immediately started crying, like screaming crying, was really scared of her. Oh my gosh, Nina, I'm telling you what, Adia had the same <laughs> visceral reaction. You have no idea. Like to the point where like we had to like silence the computer for all the people that have zoomed in because all she did was scream like at the top of her lungs. Oh. We, were, we have failed. We have failed as parents. <laughs> and so we we cheersed each other after she went to bed that night and uh you know and and some magic was made and we, we <laughs> Pregnant. I fell pregnant on her on her birthday, and um, but sadly I I miscarried um, at fourteen weeks. So and, sorry to hear this. Yeah, and it you know it's there was no blame on either of us. It just happened mm-hmm. that way. And for me, I couldn't at that time. My husband was traveling, and. I, I didn't have that person there. Like he was in and out, but he wasn't there like he was that first time around. I really had a hard time controlling and finding me again. And I stopped doing Busy Mumsy. I, I really disconnected myself with business, period. And I just like was kind of a bit, I wasn't kind of, I was a walking zombie. Mm-hmm. And, you and know, can you remember any specific moments, people, words, things that made you start feeling like yourself again uh, or was it a, a combination of things you know it, it definitely was a combination of things one thing that makes me that brings me joy is movement and it mm. it always has been and it's it was something that I did it I did as a career for 16 years and prior to that I you know not killed myself but but really just trained so hard and so passionately that, and it wasn't always nice. There, there's, a, there's a beautiful side to performing, but then there's also a very not so nice side I, to it. I remember I went to stage school myself. Um, I went to um, do professional dance and theater at Cambridge. And I know the stakes are so high and you're yeah, so, so young high. and you want it so much. And I remember being there and kind of all my other friends running out and playing and um, as I got older um, other friends like at uni or at college courses and we're there doing all of your classes you've got a controlled diet you're you know crazy hours we're putting into it and look back at it yeah and I just think that that, there could be another way to do this it doesn't feel like that industry has moved on because I now work as an agent for film and tv but still the, the kind of stage school performing arts model I still hear the same sort of stories coming back. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I have to, I always give, I, I give kudos to my mom always for it. I mean, she was by my side through it all, but she didn't make the choices. She always left it to me. And you want and, it, obviously you want it. And I want it. And I mean, I can vividly, I can, I actually, I'm sitting here right now and I can vividly see myself as an 11 year old in Saratoga in New York's in New York State, um, I used to go to a summer camp with the New York City Ballet, and it was like one of those moments where they looked at, at me and said, "Well, what does she want to do? Does she want to do strictly ballet, or does she want to do this fluffy musical theater? She needs to decide mm. her career starts right now. Right 11 now, years old. Mm. I and I was just like, 
my, I remember I got into the car with my mom and my ballet trainer. Um, and they, they were just like, Ashley, you, you need to decide because we, we support you with whatever you want to do. And like by then I was already doing like, like voice lessons and I had an acting coach and I had a modeling agent. So it was kind of like I was dabbling in all these other different areas. And my mom also said, you also are a child and <laughs> you want to go play volleyball and maybe be on the track team. Like if you want to do that, you're going to have to say that this is not for you because we're going to have to shift you to New York city and uh, you know, it, your life is going to be very different. And I mean, I, I went the other way. I, I chose musical theater and it was the right path for me. Mm. But I mean, even now I've got a five and a seven year old. Sometimes in our household, um, carrots and broccoli are absolutely amazing. And sometimes they're not like it's such a wild decision for a child to even have to think about. And I know the industry is run like this. I know why they're asking these questions because of, of the development, but it's just so much pressure and the stakes are so high. And I remember I wasn't as young as you, but I do remember distinctly feeling the weight of it all. Like Always. you Always. have to succeed. You yeah. have to make these grades. You have to stretch out and, you know, be more flexible, be more skinny, all that stuff. Just go, 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 go constantly. Even now, having worked at uh, the agency for six years, I still find it hard to take all my annual leave. I just can't take any time off. I find it very, very difficult because it's just kind of instilled in you that that go, go, go. And, and like you said, maybe you're never enough sort of, there's always something you can improve and stretch and deepen and this and that. But I mean, just instilled I, me from so young. That is it, Nina. It literally, literally comes back to, <laughs> am I enough? Mm. And I yeah. questioned that as a child. I questioned it in my teens, in my 20s, in my 30s. And my most happiest is now and I'm in my 40s. And yes. and, and that yes. took some time and that wasn't yeah. easy. And my goodness, two months ago was an absolute disaster. And But, you know, we, we get through life's hurdles. Um, mm -hmm. I look at my daughter who's three. I don't wish upon her anything that that perhaps I went through in my childhood that I thought it was the best thing ever. I mm -hmm. only wish upon her to find her path. That's all That's I care it. about. I want her to do it safely. I want her to do it with the utmost respect to herself and what she wants to do at the end of the day, because it's not my, it's not my journey. I'm not, mm -hmm. I wasn't put on this planet to live through my child's eyes. And I'm really lucky that my mom kind of chose that path for me as well. Like she did not push upon me some sort of like, well, it has to be like this because I want her to, you know, mm -hmm. be the next Miss Dance of America. Like it was never that. It was, I'm going to be here by your side. You just tell me where you want me to go. Yeah. I love what you just said. I love the point where you say you just want her to know herself and know her own worth and kind of the choices she's making, which is so important and maybe historically even more important for girl children, just to really know why you are where you are and who you are in a room. Um, and You know, I have to say also now being in Uganda, which is a completely different melting pot of life. Um, I've lived in, I'm, you know, I'm originally from a small town in Moundsville, West Virginia, um, a very 
I, you know, I grew up in a very, very white town. Mm-hmm. I, moved, I moved, um, to New York city, which is a melting pot. I grew up seeing everything, everything, diversity. I, my parents welcomed it. We were open to it. We knew what hate was. We knew what love was. We knew what it all was. So going to New York was an easy transition. Going to London was an easy transition. Now having a child who is a blended child, she is Indian Mm -hmm. and white. Mm -hmm. And now we're in Uganda where it's predominantly black. I'm looking at her just going, I just want you to see all of this and take it in and understand that there is so much more to this world than, you know, shiny social media, totally fancy Hollywood, these totally. crazy like filters and all of this, like this is, this is life. Like this is what mm-hmm. is happening. This is what's happening here in this country. She has traveled already so much. Like her passport is bananas. <laughs> and, um, and there, like, if, like for me, if there's like one thing that I love to collect, it's stamps in my passport. Same and yeah. I love that she's able to experience that. And I want her to just, that's why I want her so desperately. I guess this is my desperate thing of like, I want her to just find her enough, find her being and her truth. And I'm just there. I'm literally just there like cheering her on. Totally. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I often think of it as, um, as when they're quite young, uh, the needs are quite high. So I think of myself as I'm in my management mode. But soon I will be in consultant mode and I'm just here to support, here to help, here to soundboard, here to advise. I can tell you how I found it, but very much so looking forward to them taking the lead. I think that is just, and feeling confident enough in each room to be able to do that. Like it's, uh, and it's, you know, you can only hope for it, but you can't, you can't push that onto someone either. On paper, that's it. Traveling, seeing different experiences, seeing different people, taking the best bits that sit with you, understanding how people manage conflict, manage love, manage hate, you know, seeing this in different spaces, that young mind, that that's it. This this is how you keep, you know, her her worldview open. It's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I hope we're doing it right, you know, and, and that's like the 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 beauty and the the demise of parenthood. Yes. Um, okay. it's, you know, it's always that double edged sword of like, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? And you know what? She she goes to bed with a smile on her face. And to be to to, to be very honest, last night she went to bed with a crown and held a tiara. Or a, <laughs> she had a crown on and was holding like a scepter. It was hilarious. <laughs> the grocery store and she just would not take it off and she fell yeah. asleep with it and I'm like fine oh, she went to bed happy yeah, that makes course. me happy yeah and it doesn't matter does it oh no. I love that I love that Ashley hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Thank you for sharing about your life and your journey. And um, yeah, just so grateful to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Moms private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Moms on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening.